Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking about the doctor detective. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because doctors, um, like, like most professions today, have, don't have a heck of a lot of common sense. The real doctors, just like the real mechanics, um, are detectives. They're going to go in and not do things by rote. Like if you have, um, say, diagnosed with high blood pressure, the, and the, the standard doctor that's not a detective will give you a medication to lower it. Not going to ask you about lifestyle, not going to see how it was checked, not look for, for an error or an adaptation of the body. They just prescribe a drug, even though the drugs can be dangerous to you. So let's look at, at the doctor detective, and I'm going to give you a couple of clues. Plus, this is also um, part of the talk I'm going to give um, in Saturday. I'll be speaking in Thailand, Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, yeah, it's going to be outside. It's going to be hot. It's limited to, um, uh, I think, 60 to 100 people. I'm not sure, but it's an outside event. They still have some insane restrictions, you know, like a good hunk of the world. But a good hunk of the world is waking up. Um, here's a quote from George Bernard Shaw, quote, we have not lost faith, but um, we have transferred it from God to the medical profession. Well said, sir. Okay, now I'm going to read a couple of the comments. Now, I check um, the comments usually um, twice a day during the week, and then I don't check, I, I may check them on the weekends for YouTube, okay? Now, one of the comments was, uh, about if you have hip impingement and labrum tears. Okay, now just go in, and that was the, that was the entire comment, um, about if you have hip impingement and labrum tears. Now, does anybody on the planet think that the hip labrum, the socket where that baby is in, that it's just trauma to that joint? No, let's think about this. Because a real doctor, now you can talk about non-steroidal anti-inflammatory as a drug that will decrease some of the symptoms. A cortisone steroid shot injected in the joint will help um, massage or ultrasound to that joint. Um, and those are standard medical procedures, okay, or physical therapy procedures. Uh, a chiropractor might want to stabilize it or stretch it or do something along those lines. But a detective is going to think, wow, it's not that it's, it's jammed or has been injured. Why isn't it healing? And then knowing that the hip is involved, you're going to look at pelvic instability because that's going to change the gait. You're going to look at knee and ankle and foot. Then you're going to look at chronic stress because this is causing pain. It's going to cause the sympathetic dominant state because your body has an automatic nervous system. And the automatic nervous system helps you adapt to physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And it literally it causes you to shut down your immune system, shut down your digestion in order to survive temporarily. So could that hip impingement and labral tear lead to a sympathetic dominant state? Absolutely. Here's another, um, and again, that's the difference between a, a, a machine, somebody who doesn't have critical thinking that's a doctor that's not looking into the, the why behind the symptom. Okay, here's another one. Quote, my husband was told years ago he needed to go on blood pressure med. He said no, changed his job, and his blood pressure is fine. Wow. Okay, now think of this. 
that's a perfect example of crazy medical system where you're going to get somebody who's in a sympathetic dominant state based on physical, chemical, or emotional stress. He could have had three for three or just one out of three, causing his blood pressure to elevate. Changed his job, now his blood pressure is fine. It, see what I mean? Now, each time you take a blood pressure drug, your risk of stroke increases. Now, um, here's, an, here's another one. Uh, quote, sir, and, and this guy, and you'll see, he, a lot of people, because I get comments from around the world, they write with an accent, okay? And this guy's from India. Sir, how to reverse disc degenerative process at the age of 40? I am suffering disc bulge and facet arthropathy due to a fall before one year. It's, uh, is herbal medicine can work? Kindly reply with some remedies. Regards, Imandri from India. I mean, it's just everybody that speaks the, the Queen's English or the King's English, God, they use words better than we do. Okay, <laughs> they really do. Um, okay, so degenerative process of a disc. Now, um, a disc bulge in arthropathy. Now, you can use herbal remedies. When you have a mechanical trauma, um, that damages. Now, he's not talking about uh, disc bulge is going to be in the neck or low back or mid-back, but set arthropathy, that's a part of the vertebrae that's in the back half. And degeneration, um, if he's talking about degenerative disc disease, is the end result of a trauma. So roughly, he's talking about spinal trauma. Now, spinal trauma means that there had to been an accident or some kind of force loading on the body. Now, that will put you in a sympathetic dominant state. At 40 years old, you guarantee it. He doesn't have just one trauma. He's a few of them. And then the body's going to adapt to this trauma. So degenerative disc disease only occurs if there's altered mechanics, um, and that's going to alter the nutrients going to the joint and altered force loading. So you've got to have altered mechanics where it's biomechanics not moving correctly or altered force loading where there's going to be more or, or an abnormal force loading on that joint causing that, that degeneration, which is not really degeneration. It's an adaptive process. Now, you can take a ton of morphine uh, and run on a broken leg. You can take enough herbal remedies to make it feel better. But unless you restore the motion, position, nerve supply, nutrient level, and you've really got to address the physical, chemical, and emotional stress. So see what we're looking at here? I've given you three examples of people that have, that have called in or, or left a message and it goes back to those three stressors, those back to those three stressors. Like I just had a patient, she comes in, her skin's pink, okay? And when you touch it, it turns white. So that's massive histamines. And she looks at me and she says, yes, I've been diagnosed with an autoimmune condition called Hashimoto's. And I said, well, you don't have that. And she looked pissed because people own their diagnoses. Okay, they literally own them. Okay, and so when I said, look, Hashimoto's, is it hyper, hypo, or both? Well, it's both. Okay, yeah, so that means that the, the, the thyroid either works too much um, based on a doctor's view or too little based on a doctor's view. So let's do that detective work.
that detective work says, let's find out why. Now, we know that if you have a leaky gut and you're eating gluten or casins or dairy or, or grains, and the, those the proteins that aren't tempered by digestion get into the bloodstream that initiates an antibody response. And those antibodies to the gluten and casins can negatively affect thyroid function. So it's really a leaky gut. And then it's not even a leaky gut that's causing the Hashimoto's. Because if you have a normal, healthy gut flora, then beautiful. So you're looking at a chemical stressor, something that damaged the normal gut flora. You're looking at a chemical and physical stressor causing altered nerve supply to it, increasing the production or, or allowing the yeast to form those hyphae, which bore holes in the intestinal tract. Or she could have been prescribed antibiotics, which can bore holes in the intestinal tract. Or she could have been under chronic stress, which could weaken the wall of the intestinal tract since it's a literal muscular tube. So any one of those could have been a causative factor. So when you talk about somebody having Hashimoto's, what do they do? Well, they're going to give uh, levoxothyrene or T4, a drug similar kind of what the thyroid produces, but it's not exactly what the thyroid produces. And are they going to do anything? No, they're going to throw their hands up in the air and say, you know, it's God's will or um, hereditary or we just don't know. Okay, and that's the official diagnosis of, of Hashimoto's, unknown. So that's where we go with the detective doctor. Now, one of the reasons I'm flying to Thailand uh, is because we want to partner up with some more clinics because if these um, restrictions, and I know you may say, well, the restrictions are going away. The, the, our masters are going to give us our freedoms back. Um, you know what? Our freedoms were never theirs to take. Okay, so it is not right that we sit around and wait for them to give back our freedoms because I'm telling you right now, next year there's going to be another crisis or in the end of this year, and they're going to want to take their freedoms back. That's why, or our freedoms back, because this is how you train a dog. This is how they're training the population. Now, within eight months to a year, I want to partner up with the clinic in Thailand. Now, um, we, we've got a clinic that I'm partnering up in Mexico, and at our Huntington Beach and Mexico office, we provide thermography, heart rate variability, surface electromography, digital um, exam scans, and dark field live blood cell analysis. Okay, and that's the, those are the testing procedures that we do. Uh, now, for corrective, we only do chiropractic corrective care and some physiotherapy. Now, down in Mexico, we got all of those, but we also have um, IV detoxing and nutrients. We've got Huggins Protocol or Holistic Dentistry, and this is extractions detoxing. We've got Minor Surgery Center over there where we can take care of scar tissue or toxic breast augmentation. We've got stem cells, mesenchymal, umbilical, differentiated, plasma cell injection, PRP, uh, and you can do this for cosmetic or joints. That, I mean, cosmetic facials. Imagine stem cell facials, and this is what we do in Mexico. Dry needling, holistic cancer therapy. Holistic cancer therapy means instead of doing the standard chemo, uh, you're doing chemo bound to glucose or, or like one-tenth the amount that they would use up in America. And chelations, hyperbaric, blood ozone. I mean, there's a ton of stuff you can do. 
and that's what we do at our clinic in Mexico. So I want to go over and set up something like this stuff in Thailand, but we've got to train chiropractors to do this because I'm telling you right now, they're not really training chiropractors to be chiropractors anymore. They're, we used to be the largest drugless profession in the world, and now the pharmaceutical industry has taken us over. Now, how did I get involved in being a detective doctor? Well, because I started school late, okay? I was hit by a car when I was 30 years old, had both my knees fractured, sternum fractured, skull fractured, bruised heart and liver, front teeth knocked out. And let me tell you, the medical doctor saved my life. God bless him. Okay, but after four operations, knee operations, I was still hurting. They offered medications, which made me feel loopy and, and fatigued, and they gave me no hope. Well, the chiropractor was giving me hope. The chiropractor told me, no, you, you know, have you ever hurt your body? It's healed. And he was right. So, <coughs> boy, don't breathe in. Vitamin C. Now, the chiropractor was right. <coughs> Bodies regenerate. And he even said, have you ever cut your finger? And I said, sure enough. And he said, did it heal? Absolutely it did. So now I'm going to bring in some different cases. Okay, and, and these are literally cases... Some of them I brought up before, some of them I haven't. <clears throat> Here you go, 65-year-old with wrist pain for five years. Now, 65 years old with wrist pain for five years. She was also diagnosed with high blood pressure, headache, anxiety, and insomnia. Now, headaches, and this is all the different types of headaches. You're talking 97% of them. This would be cluster headaches. Um, sinus headaches are a contributing factor in the neck. Um, uh, ipsilateral headaches, trigger point headaches, these are, most of them come from the neck. So um, wrist pain for five years. Do you think pain after five years will give you blood pressure? Absolutely. Anxiety and insomnia, for sure. <clears throat> so what are the, uh, the, the doctors who are not detectives? <coughs> They gave two high blood pressure medications, a thyroid medication. No, she didn't have a thyroid issue. She had chronic pain and inflammation. And they gave her um, one to three non-steroidal anti-inflammatories and uh, allergies for years. And one of the medical doctors said, well, one of the bones in your wrist is too long. We need to shorten it. Yeah, <clears throat> he was a surgeon. So let's look at the common sense and foolishness. We take an x-ray, find a reverse curve in her neck, and find a massive thoracic deviation, which means this gal had some significant trauma. <clears throat> the nerves that supply the wrist come out of the base of the neck. So you're talking carpal tunnel syndrome, things like that, shoulder rotator cuff problems. Those are all double crush injuries beginning in the neck. <clears throat> So what does a real detective doctor do? Wrist pain for five years? Look for how many bowel movements a day they get. 
okay, how are they sleeping? Because it's not that they hurt the wrist, it's why isn't it regenerating? Now, the wrist is supplied by the neck. Is there a history of neck trauma? <clears throat> if not, knowing that 90% of the nerves that come off the spine, there's no pain fibers, you've got to go in there and take a picture, not of the area complaint. Okay, obviously you should take a picture of the area complaint, but by gosh, look at the nerves that supply it. Look at the biomechanics. That wrist is attached to the arm. The arm is like a crane hanging off the thoracic area. You've got one bony attachment, that clavicle. You've got 18 muscles that hold that scapula onto the rib cage. And all the nerves, the brachial plexus that comes out of the neck that supplies that, that wrist and hand and form come out of the base of the neck. So do you think you should take a picture of the neck, particularly knowing that high blood pressure and headaches can also be a contributing factor if you see a problem with the neck? Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> it's just basic common sense. But for and, and this is super common if you look at people. Like, I'll have patients with a congenital anomaly. Just had this one gal um, yesterday. Congenital anomaly, which means two bones in her neck were fused. Now, she had neck pain for uh, about a year. Now, she was around 37 years old, so she had neck pain for a year, but she's had this congenital anomaly for 37 years. So do you think it could be a contributing factor? Maybe. Causative factor? Doubtful. <laughs> because you, she's had it for her whole life, and her neck hasn't hurt. So then you got to do the detective work. <clears throat> and that's the point of me traveling to different countries to try and teach this stuff. Or not try to teach it, to teach it. Some people will try and get it. Some people will get it. Um, <clears throat> boil everything down, every symptom that you got into physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And I mean symptoms if you're not getting three bowel movements a day. Um, two to three bowel movements, if your sleep patterns are interrupted, if you have a negative attitude where you're angry, upset, frustrated, okay, all of those are adaptive, physiologic, um, um, psychologic, sociologic uh, aspects. So <clears throat> when you're checking any patient, look for the physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. And, and that is the key. Why? Because we have an automatic nervous system. And this part governs the entire body <clears throat> automatically. It elevates heart rate. It elevates. It lowers heart rate, lowers blood pressure, balances blood sugar, balances immune system. I mean, it, it does everything that you don't need to think about. So everything relates to the autonomic function. <clears throat> So the doctors, the real, real honest-to-God doctors, are the ones that look for the cause of the problem and address it. The drones that the medical system is creating now and the education system <clears throat> are just distribution arms for the pharmaceutical industry. Like high blood pressure, what's the cause of that? Idiopathic, unknown. Irritable bowel syndrome, unknown. Fibromyalgia, unknown. High cholesterol, unknown. Breast cancer, most of them, unknown. <clears throat> so you do not, these are all adaptations, and we have an automatic nervous system, and we test it. So do you think that anybody, and I'm talking that the case studies we just mentioned, the hip pain, um, the torn labrum, 
do you think that we should measure their autonomic response? Are they in a, a low functioning or a stress dominant state? Okay, does that mean that they're going to have a problem with repair? Absolutely. So if you're talking, they're laying in bed and somebody beats them in the hip with a hammer, okay, bam, they're going to have labral tear. Is that going to put them in stress? Yeah. And so is that going to decrease blood supply to the gut? Absolutely. So you have to look at the physical, chemical, and emotional stress of every patient, every patient. <clears throat> now, um, again, I'm looking at this gal who just came in this week, 67-year-old with diffuse pain and brain fog. Now, <clears throat> looking at her x-rays, there's a reverse curve in the neck. Now, to see a reverse curve, that means a ligament that runs down the back half of the neck um, <clears throat> called the posterior longitudinal ligament, the PLL. Now, in order, that means that that ligament was damaged because you cannot get a normal curve curves in the front. You can't get a reversal of the curve without negatively affecting that ligament. Then you look at the bony growth. <clears throat> that bony growth there, um, hugely important because it takes three to five years to see a bone change on x-ray. Now on this gal, she's got about a quarter of an inch of bone and the whole bone itself is about three quarters of an inch. So you're talking uh, 25, 30% bone growth, okay? That's minimum 20, 25 years of damage. And then you're looking at multiple sections involved connecting to this abnormal bone growth. So this gal had a whiplash trauma minimum 25, 30 years ago. And then looking at the front view where we can see the rib cage area, we're also looking at more traumatic deviations where the, the, the spine should be straight, but it's bent off to the side. We're looking at more bony growth. So this gal has been hurting from a neck trauma that affected her rib cage 25, 30 years in the past. <clears throat> when we look at her lumbar, we're seeing a, an abnormal bend. So this trauma in the neck that tore her neck that damaged her her low back as well that's causing extra bony growth that's literally causing inflamed um, pelvis so that means poor menstrual cycles um, she's 67 so maybe bowel and bladder incontinence and when I say poor menstrual cycles of a 67 year old I'm talking about when she was 30 when she was 40 when you know 45 when she started to go through menopause Okay, you can look at this and say, wow, when you were menstruating, you had a big challenge. And, and you're going to be blown away when you're a doctor detective that they're going to say, yeah, well, I had three miscarriages. Or I always had difficult menstrual cycles. Or, or worse yet, they'll tell you crap the doctor says and said, well, yeah, they, that my doctor said it runs in my family. <clears throat> no. Find the stressors. Like if every member of your household rides horses and falls off of horses, guess what? A good, a good um, guess, a good, um, a, 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 a good investigative hypothesis is that everybody there probably has some pelvic trauma because you're straddling a horse, the legs are out wide, you're banging it up against the salad or uh, against the um, saddle you know, and more likely some horse fall. So, so unstable pelvises do not run in the family. Uh, bunions do not run in the family. Autoimmune disorders don't run in the family. 
physical, chemical, and emotional stressors do, do run in the family. So this, again, hugely important that you look at the reason, okay, behind this. And, and I mean, I'm going to show this one gal. Neck pain and hormonal imbalances. When you hear hormonal imbalances as being a detective doctor, <clears throat> I want your red flags to go through the roof because the body is responding correctly based on the stimulus. The arrogance and ignorance of a doctor to give a hormone replacement theory or bioidentical hormones, which is a lie, they're not 100% bioavailable and they're sure as hell not identical to what the body would secrete. They're not secreted in the right time at the right dosage in the right um, way, in the right area. You can have chronic fatigue, which means that your thyroid will be low and your adrenals will be high, and you can take supplements and levoxothyrene and a bunch of other stuff, but it doesn't mean that you're suffering from drug deficiency. But you can be suffering from physical, chemical, and emotional stress, and this leads to that um, deficiency. So on this patient here, I'm going to show you um, a lateral deviation in the lumbar, so there had to be a trauma. I'm showing a whitening of the sacral iliac joint, which means inflammation. So this gal has got pelvic di difficulty, lateral deviation, abnormal bowel gas, and the, and the gut is where you're talking neurotransmitters are produced. So this is a big deal. Um, you know, uh, it's it's just stuff you got to look at. And I'm going to bring up a couple of, of cases like this so that you can see. And, uh, you know, we have this one gal uh, um, on the thermography. I found one area that's suspicious, not for breast cancer, because breast cancer is a poisoning. It's a long-term poisoning. And so when you're dealing with breast cancer naturally, you've got to look for the physical, chemical, and emotional stress and look for the adaptation. Now, this patient here had a hot signal on the left breast. Now, that's where lymph for the gut trains. So she's going to have a leaky gut, chronic stress, decreasing blood supply to the gut. She goes to Kaiser, and they said... <clears throat> Uh, they did a mammogram, which I know it damages the breast, radiates the breast, and it's outlawed in a lot of countries, but, you know, that's what they do. And they said there is a breast lump there, and they suspect maybe possibly it's breast cancer. Um, and, and so they want to do a biopsy. Now, the body forms tumors. They're not formed by aliens abduction. Now, the body is going to form a tumor based on an intelligent response, based on stress. And so if there's a chemical stressor that the body's walling off, if that tumor gets larger and larger and larger, it means that, that the body hasn't, I mean, that the person hasn't decreased the chemical stressor. So you strengthen the body's immune system. You, can, you only remove a tumor if it's starting to negatively affect the structures around it. And when you look at human beings, you've got the... 50% um, of everybody over 50 has cancerous tumors. 80% of everybody over 80 has cancerous tumors that are never going to affect you. Why? Because the body has found the toxin, walled off the toxin, and the person um, changed their toxic environmental exposure. 
But if you have consistent environmental toxins and you're consistently poisoning yourself, then those tumors are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And your body's ability to build healthy tissue will be less and less. So the detective work in our world is to find out on the left side of the breast is where gut drains. On the right side of the breast is where dental and pulmonary drain. So look at the dental and pulmonary toxicities for tumors on the right. Look for gut issues on the left. And then you go in and strengthen the immune system. And so when I talked to this gal, how how do you want to deal with it? And they said, well, they want to do... They want to do chemo, radiation, poisoning, you know, everything that you can do, okay, that they can do. It's called cut, burn, and poison. And I said, well, I'll support you in anything you want, but you've got to fix the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. That gives your immune system the best chance to recover, to adapt, okay? Does, you know, it, it's just, it's common sense, but it's it's really it's it's really looking beyond the symptoms that these symptoms are there has an adaptation to the environmental stresses that you're exposed to. If you're taking a drug, find the reason. If you're suggested a therapy, find out what your what what's what's the outcome of those treatment options. Like if they're going to do a biopsy, are they going to remove the breast or remove the prostate or something else? If not, can you handle it naturally? Or it is what's the best course of action? And I'll support you in whatever you want. Okay, but I'm going to tell you where it's from, and my approach would be to strengthen the body's immune system. And I have recommended surgery. Heck, I've recommended surgery in my whole career four times for disc injuries that I felt were, were that that would be the best approach. So this is Dr. John Bergman, and we're going to talk about this and some stuff that uh, the Ministry of Truth won't allow on blood health tonight. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.